Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled, Finding My Prince Charming. To think back to my lifetime of relationships where I'd been betrayed over and over again, to my first marriage being physically abusive, sexually unfaithful, and all the mind games that come with that kind of a husband, it is almost like a dream come true today. Once there was no question as to whether my previous marriage that ended in the cult was redeemable or not. He'd been married twice since the divorce and was and still is happily married. God worked a miracle. To realize what God had for me in a marriage and family loving, relationship building, loyal, attentive, nurturing, and emotionally healthy husband is just simply beyond words. God really is in the redemption and restoration business, especially in relationships. I was so wounded for so long that I had no idea what it even looked like to have a strong and emotionally mature marriage relationship. What a delight it is. It's been seven years and we have not had a fight yet Have we agreed on everything? Of course not, but we've discussed and processed without angry lashing out or passive aggressive flare-ups. We've endeavored to love one another deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. As 1 Peter 4, 8 says, we begin and end each day praying together, sometimes crying together, always thanking God together, and oftentimes praising him for the gift of one another. So I filmed the introduction on the couch at the Romans 828 bookstore, which is housed in the Redemption Press offices, where we endeavor to see God in all things, working together for good, for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. From a string of broken relationships and two destroyed marriages, He worked good in this marriage that he orchestrated in such a loving way. What a faithful God he is. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more folks can find this podcast and be encouraged. Or you may even know someone who needs to hear this message, so please share the link with others. You may even want to visit our YouTube channel to see the video version of this podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. Type into your browser redeemedandrestored.tv and you'll find the video broadcast there. So hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. Today's segment is titled Finding My Prince Charming. To think back over the chain of events that led me into Ross's arms when he picked me up at the airport is nothing short of amazing. I surrendered my will about marriage on New Year's Eve 2013. Eight days later, I ended up in the hospital for gallbladder surgery. And while recovering from the surgery that same day, 
I received a text saying that Wine Press had shut their doors. Two days later, while recovering on the couch of good friend Deb Ford, I received an invitation from my former landlord to come back to Enumclaw and start something to help all the authors who were now without a publisher. One week later, after much prayer and godly counsel, I said yes to God and agreed to move back to the town that held so much promise, but also a history of emotional wounding and trauma and incredible spiritual abuse. I already had a round trip ticket to go visit my grandkids scheduled for just nine days later. It was then that I realized I wouldn't be using my return ticket. So I began to prepare to ship back on one pallet all my earthly belongings. At the same time, I wasn't sure if they would even let me, but I felt like I needed to try to keep my radio ministry under my missionary organization, C10, stands for Christ to Every Nation, and perhaps place the publishing ministry under that same umbrella. So I had to explain to my pastoral couple what I wanted to do. I had no idea if it was even in the realm of possibility. So they had to see if what I had in mind would even fit within their parameters. Their first question, Athena, where will you live and where will you go to church? I knew if I was going back to Enumclaw, I'd go back to my church, the summit. After all, I'd made that my church family for a whole year before leaving for San Antonio. I gave all the information to my overseers, along with Ross's contact information and cell phone number. The way he tells the story, it's kind of comical. It was a Friday afternoon and he was at his weekly life group, also known as the Consortium, made up of a group of pastors and men's ministry leaders that he really handpicked and put together to walk with him through the cancer diagnosis and eventual passing of his wife of 49 years. So he stepped out of the meeting to take their call. They told him about my situation, returning to publishing and to Enumclaw, and wondered if he would be my pastor, meet with me weekly, and oversee my radio and publishing ministry. He was happy to oblige, but in the back of his mind, he's wondering, uh, I wonder whatever happened to that guy, you know, that guy she was waiting for. Just before I headed out from San Antonio for my first stop to see my firstborn and his family in Redding, California, Ross had sent me a message on Facebook Messenger. Hey, I'm glad to see you're coming back to Washington. You should call me some evening. I've got lots of free time on my hands these days. My heart started pounding. Oh my goodness, Lord, that was on my list. As if he didn't know. I had included very close to the top of my list that whoever God had for me would pursue me, not the other way around. And here he was that widowed pastor, that one I used to ask God if 
I could have a husband just like him? That guy, he was pursuing me. I finally got the nerve up to call him while I was waiting in the airport in Sacramento for that shuttle that would take me down to Reading. It was less than five minutes into that conversation, and I knew this was it. It wasn't some weird, awkward conversation. After all, we'd been on different committees together. I went through the membership class that he taught. I think it was like six or eight weeks long. I was amazed at the ease in which we communicated, and he was actually flirting with me something he hadn't done in over 50 years. In his mind, he didn't know who in the world would want a 68-year-old pastor with no retirement accumulated and married adult children and grandkids living in his house. But he had told his elder board just one month earlier, after being alone for three months, that he was getting married. When they asked, well, to who? He said, I don't know yet, but I'll let you know when I find out. We both, during that conversation, compared what we were learning about each other with our personal checklist of what we wanted in a spouse. And we were both checking off an affirmative on every line. I got down to Reading and I was walking on cloud nine. As I told my son and his wife what had transpired over the last month, we ended up watching Say Yes to the Dress. It was the beginning of six months of feeling like a literal teenager. I admit I was giddy and in awe of what God was doing. Originally, one of my other sons was going to pick me up at the airport when I flew from Reading up to Seattle. But Ross asked if he could. As I walked down the concourse and out onto the area leading to the baggage claim, I could see him leaning up against the wall, wearing his black leather duster jacket, black and white plaid scarf, black jeans and cowboy boots, a full head of silver gray hair. Oh my goodness. He was so handsome. He took me into his arms and I knew. I was home. It has been over seven years since I walked into his life, and we have yet to have a fight. He is the absolute perfect guy for me, and I continue to be in awe of what God did when he put us together. So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I'd sure appreciate it if you would like, follow, share, comment on the episode. I would love to connect with you and hear how God is working in your life. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. 
So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.